On a Thursday evening in October, we are back. Season 2, the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast. Welcome to uh, all our loyal listeners, all three of you. And uh, to anyone new that may have come across us on Twitter, Instagram, welcome to the program, a Ranger podcast like no other, ran by fans, for the fans. Season 2 kicks off. A whole new Ranger regime. Ton of shit to talk about. Who's with you tonight? You got myself, Ricky Diffendale. The very handsome uh, Bino Keen is with us. Bino, say hello. Hey, everybody. Good to be back. Very enthusiastic, as he always is. Yeah. We have we have a AJ in his car joining us at the uh, start of the podcast. AJ, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing quite well myself. And uh, the man who makes it all po- Oh. No, I was just going to say you're looking super fancy in your brand new uh, studio. Oh, well, you know, I bought a house and all that stuff. It's, you know. With your moving up in the world, your fancy microphone podcast money is real. AJ, (laughs) man who makes it all possible behind the curtain. He's an Islander fan, but we still like him. Billy, how are you tonight? I'm wonderful now that I'm here. You are allowed to speak, and you are allowed to turn your camera on anytime. Uh, it's a whole thing. Oh, now we can't hear you. So good, stay back. Stay back there. (laughs) If I turn my camera on, then there's video evidence that I'm naked in my car. Yeah, wow. AJ, I don't believe you. <laughs> Prove it. Scratch it. Don't want to see it. Anyway, welcome back to the program, season two of this program. Uh, hoping for a bit more success out of the team that we root for here, the New York Rangers, coming up this season, which starts uh, one week from yesterday in Washington. And then a week from tonight, I will be in the building opening night. Very excited about that. Um, I hope everyone had a great summer. As it comes to a close, we are in the midst of fall hockey season. Cody shorts weather, my favorite type of weather. Um, and you know the Rangers had a pretty interesting summer themselves. If you've listened to Ranger podcasts, I'm sure that they've recapped the entire thing. We're not going to do that on this podcast. We're going to talk about one thing that we think will be the most impactful move or event or happening. Uh, for the Rangers this past summer moving forward. So I'll start with you, Bino. Of all the things that happened this summer, what has the biggest impact on the Rangers moving forward? Me, besides obviously a new coach and a new GM and new regime, saying goodbye to my man Booch. That hurt a little bit. I, you know, I was a big Booch guy. But I, uh, I'm becoming a uh, Sammy... Blaise? How do you say his name? Sammy Blay. The, Sammy the S is silent. Sammy Blay. Is he a good Blay? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Does that yeah, mean? Good Blay. Good Blay. Oh, oh, it was a, oh, a play on God. his name. Oh, yeah, but that was a bad one. That's a bad play. What, do it, what else Ooh. do I do? I just sit in your car for a second and let me not talk. <laughs> Take a lap. Go drive once around the block, and then you can talk again. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, now I'm starting to think about it. The bottom six, I think that's going to be it for the Rangers. Not the top two lines, the third and fourth line. Hopefully, Ryan Reeves is uh, going to play again. I, I don't believe the injury report because it don't look did not look good last night at all. I have but no I reason that's... not to believe the injury report. I'm very excited about the injury report, actually. I'm excited, but I, I'm going to do it real quick. Bias with the Mets, you know, these injury reports, you know, day to day. I got it out of the way quick, very quick. 
four minutes I, and it wasn't 10 me. seconds. It, and it, was, it wasn't yeah, me. It was, no, no, it's four minutes I, and 10 I, I, seconds I, that the Mets were mentioned in the Rangers oh. podcast. I was thinking yeah, so, about Speaking today, of disappointing summers, the, uh, the, the Mets uh, took the cake on that one. But I think anyway. that bottom six for the Rangers is going to be uh, big, as you've seen over the last couple of years. Tampa, even the Islanders. The top two lines are great, but the third line, fourth line, like I think we have uh, something going now. More than just I, one, maybe two lines, so one and a half right. lines of scoring goals. That's and, what uh, we lacked. Hopefully, we got it. That's what that was my initial reaction going into today. Bottom six on forwards. AJ, I will permit you to speak again after that horrible Sammy Blay pun. Uh, what do you think is the most impactful thing that happened this summer that will affect the team moving forward? The lifting of capacity limits at the Garden. Really? Really? Full went outside the box for this one. Full-throated people like Ricky Diffendale screaming at the top of their lungs, drinking their balls off, getting into the game, getting the guys charged up. That's the most impactful. Quit drinking. That's yeah. false. No, I didn't. But I, I didn't. Honestly, I, I, that hadn't occurred to me. Could that have an effect? Of course. Um, I mean, but, it, that's assuming that it's actual Ranger fans and not a bunch of suits and European tourists. No offense to the Europeans, but Ow. you guys are there just watching the game. What about the suits? You... Well, hopefully our friend uh, Trina in, in Norway is not listening. You just offended her. <laughs> but she, No, she's a fan. She's not a tourist. She's a fan. He's both. He's both. But she comes, she, comes to, she comes to watch the Rangers. Right. She doesn't come to just take in the she atmosphere. came to watch Zuccarello. Yes. We're big. He's he's Jesus over there. But I traded jerseys with her. Remember? Remember that? Yes. I was nice people. The people in Norway, wonderful people. Very nice. Um, My only experience with them is with those couple people, but nice people. Uh, So AJ goes with the crowd capacity being at maximum. Uh, I like it. I just went simple and down the road. I said. You know, they hired a brand new coach, coach that seems to have success at the start of his tenures. Uh, you know, I look back a little bit, even pre-lockout, around 94. Do you know the longest tenured Ranger coach in that time is? What, were the, what was the years? From from the cup okay. to now. Elaine Vigneault. Tom oh. Rennie. It's Tom Rennie. Really? Five, oh, five, five years. Five years. Really? Mark it down. That's a half a point. It's not trivia, <laughs> but I still get credit. And that, but that, and that's it. I mean, so that you, you don't have a guy come in here, at least in my lifetime, like a uh, like a Trotz in Nashville. Uh, you know, a coach like that, or Scotty Bowman. Scotty Bowman. Like, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of turnover. So I'm hoping, and even with Gallant, he hasn't really lasted in many places that he's been. Maybe this is the one. Maybe this is the guy. Maybe it clicks. Uh, so I'm hoping that I'm right. And I'm hoping that this coach going forward will have a lasting impact. Uh, you know, but you got to wonder like four seasons. You got to wonder what is it about him? Like, does he just rub management the wrong way? Like, he, his track record is year one and two are good. Year three starts off a little slow and fired midseason. Year three. Again, every I'm time. Hoping, I know, but I'm hoping that this is where it breaks. This is where it clicks. Well, we That's don't have, we have a, a patient ownership, so uh, hopefully success keeps rolling into year three, four, five, because uh, we know how that man operates. Rich, rich man. I, I, 
I see Chris Drury. Drury's going to have a quick trigger finger, too. Like, I don't think he was talking about Drury. But well, I am. I'm not talking about Drury. I'm talking about the guy that pays Drury. He pays huh. all these players. <laughs> you know, Ricky's anyway. Well, once upon a time for four days. <laughs> it will be my first time back in the garden since that day. March 7th, 2020. And we maybe all know what should, happened next. Maybe you shouldn't go. Maybe this will have the reverse effect and the next day the pandemic will officially end. Yeah, okay. Book, we'll bookend we'll book it. We'll bookend it. At least that's what we're going for. Uh, also this summer, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, the passing of Rod Gilbert, uh, the first number ever retired by the Rangers, Mr. Ranger. Uh, I got a funny story about Rod. Uh, during the bubble... Uh, times where the Rangers were playing the the Hurricanes, the MSG was doing all these watch parties. So I was I was a part of it, and uh, they brought in Rod between periods, and he was I mean he was clearly having a good time that day. It was a summer day, uh, in the afternoon he was getting after it clearly, and uh, was he having a Max Scherzer level good time? I don't know, he, but I had a good time. The, the people, the, the MSG people, were mortified because. Uh, when he was being asked questions about what he thinks uh, is going to happen in the next period, he looked in the camera. And he said, "I don't know. I think, uh, I think the Hurricanes, uh, I don't know, shot their load." And everyone's just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, "You shouldn't have said that, Rod. There's kids in here." But they don't know what that means. No, no, I know, you but it was just—it it was funny to see the, the the people running it react, and that's that's something that made me laugh. So that's what I'll remember about Rod. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my one interaction with him uh, that was hilarious, but obviously meant a lot to the Rangers, and uh, that happened over the summer. Not impactful thing, but I think are, are they wearing a patch for him this year? Is that something I saw, or did I make that up? I thought I heard that same thing. No, they I think they are wearing a patch. I think they they did, and they should. So as before, we got on here. Uh, AJ clearly stated that he has not followed the preseason one bit. <laughs> So, since last night, you really missed much. I'm doing my homework, you know. So, I mean, my, my question to you guys was going to be, what have you seen? What have you liked? And obviously, last night, the Reeves injury stands out. Uh, didn't look that bad at first glance. But when there's plenty of angles. Mostly. And there's history with P.K. Subban and the slew foot. Someone posted today, on Twitter, like six different slewfoots from his career, uh, including the one last night. So this guy's got a clear problem. The Rangers clearly thought that it was uh, delicious because they were going after him all night. Hats off to Kreider for that. Uh, so that stood out to me, and I was, I'm, I'm, it's sick. And I know there's other fans like me, but I, you can't get mad at a preseason game results. But I can't shut it off either. Like if they lose, it pisses me off. That first game against the Devils, Igor did not look good in the first period. Two softies. What is happening? Last night he looked great. So that doesn't worry me. But yeah, I got to chill with the uh, getting upset at a, a it's, preseason it's, match. It's like spring spring training baseball. The pitchers are working on their stuff. No, nobody cares if they get shelled. It's just locating their pitches. I'm saying that I care. And I, then it's nonsense. You should care, but now we're getting towards the end. Like, where they playing the Islanders, and then that's it on Saturday. There's one more game Saturday up in Bridgeport. So it should be pretty much what you're going to see. But the Except Georgiev's going to play. Oh, that was my Georgie, next point. Georgie gets that whole game. My next point was Shesterkin 
is the number one. He should be playing number one games, like 65, 70 games. I, that's what I want this year. The guy's 20, what, five years old? I want him to play the entire season. But they're going to do it. They, they gave him, what they give him a year? Four and a half million, five million, something like that per year? He's, he's going to play. He's going to have to earn that money. They're paying him like a number one. I hope you're right. I want I want him to play bulk games and then like the back to back nights. All right, you throw in fewer games yes. the night before. That's about it. That's the only time I want to see this guy. I really this is not a tandem anymore. No, I and I you know I I've lost the taste for uh, Georgiev in my mind. You know why? You're, just, you're mad about Kincaid, aren't you? Hey, he's not mad. He's just you're upset. It out. Discouraged, maybe discouraged. Did he did he clear waivers? Because clearly, like I said, I haven't followed in. Did he clear waivers or did they uh, some claim? I believe he did clear waivers. I'm not even sure. Yeah, I, I didn't like, hear he was claimed. I feel like if he was claimed, we would have heard about it. Uh, yeah, you, someone probably would have tagged me in something if he was claimed by somebody else. So that didn't happen. I don't think it that, Or I know our buddy Ryan Mead would have, uh, as his, you know, his, his, uh, that's his client. So he definitely would have said something about it that we would have saw. Or maybe he didn't. We just missed it. But I don't think he was claimed. Um. So, yep. Yeah, you got Georgie. You got to hope that he's the... Uh, you know, just the guy that could step in for however many games, 15, and, uh, you know, win a couple of those. Just play him against the Islanders. Yeah. No, that, I want to start in every game. I don't... And, uh, You're going to get it. You're going to get it. And uh, Well, yeah, his mom's pretty hot, though. When when he plays, <laughs> she's there. Is she? Yeah. We get that pulled up, Bill? <laughs> I, I, well, I don't even know how also, to Did we get while, that pulled up? While we're on Georgiev. Tony D is in Carolina now, and you know he's going to have like 65 points playing the Hurricanes. I just want to throw that out there. So I'll punch Drew okay. Give in the mouth after, you know, that happens. You blame him for that? No, maybe he's an asshole. Maybe we don't know. Maybe he's just a jerk. Just a jerk. Who knows? Tony D. How many points has he put up against the Rangers this year? I, I know. Exactly. He's going to destroy us. And uh, who's over there? Stepan over there now, too? Stepan's in Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're the new Rangers South. Write that story now when we play them. Stepan has aged oh, very, he, very quickly, rapidly. He, he was he was aging with the Rangers with that hairline. But like, <laughs> you look at like, wow, how long has he been gone? Like, the, the, there's Facebook memories coming up this week, like the anniversary of our buddy's bachelor party in Vegas, and it was like Stepan's debut, and he had a hat trick against the Sabers. He's like this young that. kid. He does not look good. <laughs> he doesn't look good. He's old. I like the bald look. It just does not work for him for some whatever reason. You've got a long um, face. Long sickly. face with a bald head doesn't work. A little sickly. But... We had high hopes he scored that hat trick. He was a great ranger. He was a great he ranger. Was a ranger. He, he scored a lot of big goals for the Rangers. Including one of the biggest ones you ever saw yeah. in Game 7. No, that's our bald eagle. <laughs> as, for the, as for this preseason, uh, I also, as of Last night, uh, proclaiming a love affair with Sammy Blay. Uh, I'm disappointed that his last name isn't Blaze. Sammy Blaze. There's an S in your name. Why, why don't we pronounce it? Anyway, he looked fantastic last night. Not just scoring, you know, the, the highlight real goal that he scored, but you know, he's doing other things. Net front presence, uh, size and skill. He'll hit anything that moves. I think we're gonna love him. We're gonna forget all about Buchnevich, who, let's face it, was not the second coming. Ranger fans needed to chill out this summer when he got traded as if he was... Someone called him a bona fide superstar. No, he, they, he was... 
He Someone was a used solid... those words, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And you're right, AJ. He was a solid player, good player. He was not, not the second be, coming. He was not going to be a top six forward on this team. If you look at the roster now, he was not going to be there. So that's what it came down to. And he was Actually, they, they have a lot of young guys who play his position, and he was going to command too much money. You, you got to move on. It is what it is. It I think it was the right move. Was the right I think it was the right move. And again, a bona fide superstar. I, Let's all relax, please. I think this year it hurts them because of all everything he did on the power play, the penalty kill, all that stuff. But so this year it hurts them. Going forward, it's the right move. Did you see well, the Gallant someone else step thing? up? Did you see the Gallant thing about uh, Laugh and Kako? He's like, oh, they're going to be uh, they they're going to play in the the penalty kill. And he's like, yeah, because we told them they are. It wasn't like we're talking about Booch killing penalties on the power play. These guys would probably do both. It's like, oh, like, they're going to kill penalties? Like, yeah, we told them they are. Like, they didn't have a choice. Like, they're, they're killing that was, penalties. That was the one thing I saw. Somebody was like, oh, how awesome is it that these guys are willing to kill penalties? And he said, they're, they're not willing. We told them to do it. <laughs> yeah, which is good. That's, I kind of like that. I kinda like and they want to be on the ice anyway. That was I the like, problem oh. with the last coach. These kids were never on the ice. That's what I want to see this year. Those kids need those minutes. Let them grow. Let him develop. Speaking of that, Kako last night showed separation. Uh, it was fantastic to see. I hope we see a lot more of it uh, with speed and size. He's much bigger this year. So I'm hoping that helps. Big. He looked a little bigger. He looks. He's looking a little bigger. And he, he didn't lose a step. I'll tell you that because he was he flew on that breakaway. I like him a little bigger. Oh, just you said you said like let him develop. Bigger? A little thick. He's a little thick. A little thickness. Tick. Two C's, two C's. But yeah, you like, you said let the kids two develop. Two A's, two C's. This is not this is not a development year anymore. This is go time. They've been developing for the last few years. This is it. Well, who's been developed? Kako, yes, but the year. This is year two. This is a good. Could be a good year for year a two. A Lafreniere. I think he'll be better this year. More comfortable. Uh, they're still young. We'll get into expectations later. AJ's not, he's not wrong. Uh, last question about the preseason was who's going to take the 6D spot, and that question was answered for us today when Zach Jones was sent down. Uh, uh, who would have been your choice, Ian, if you didn't know that uh, Lundquist will be the sixth defenseman? Well, who, who are the total six? Do you have that already? Do you have Lindgren and Fox, Miller, Truba, Nemeth, Nemeth. Lundquist. All right, I, I had Lundquist. And then I had uh, Hayek. And oh, then God. I had Jones. They were playing that guy at full. They were playing him at fours. But <laughs> this, I, like, this can't happen. They're, uh, they have a spoils at young defensemen. So obviously no one, not everyone's going to play. So I'm going to see what they're going to do with that. I mean, not everyone's always going to be hurt too. So I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a Hayek guy. I know a lot of people aren't. I'm not a Hayek well, guy. Well, so Tenority's not making it then, right? I think he, uh, he'll be the seventh defenseman. He's going to be seven. He's a big boy too. He is a big boy, and that maybe that's a bad thing either. So I don't know. I, I have him a little question mark, Tenorti, because I don't know. They're, all, they're paying these guys. He's making nine hundred grand too. So they're all making the same amount of money. All these young guys. And jump, Tenorti, so. jump change. It is jump change. That's the pre. That's pretty much the preseason in a nutshell. AJ, they're uh, they won a couple games. They lost a couple games, and uh, it doesn't matter. But I still get mad at it. So that's the preseason geez. in a nutshell. So I did not need to watch anything. Well, I mean, it's fun to watch. It's hockey. Is it, what else are you going to watch? Last night's game. 
six goals that was nice to see six goals I haven't seen that and then of course people on online are no they're playing the AHL Devils who can just enjoy the game it's preseason they're scoring goals you can't allow yourself to have a little fun watching a hockey game before the real season starts relax uh Zach Jones uh, looked excellent downers. not Zach Jones you got me all fucked up now Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson looked excellent in the preseason when he was playing UPS drivers but now now that he's playing bona fide NFL players what did yeah, you it doesn't look right? so good he's, he's he a good this. This. We'll come back. He, he looked good for six minutes of game time but it worked out it was a big six minutes yes <sighs> indeed it was no one cares <laughs> on that note let's do some over under you guys ready for some over unders uh yes Full disclosure, I set these. I'm not an over-under setter. I just took a stab at it, uh, looked back a few years, and uh, came up with numbers for the following things. Are you ready? Starting over-under. Wait, wait. Over-under. Over wait, you didn't make a theme what? song for this? Over-under. <laughs> just play that back. Anyway, where's Georgiev's mom? Did you pull that up, Bill? Uh, they only have Stahl and Strom's mom on Google. Okay, let's see him. Oh, well, I, I, I closed it because I, you know. Uh, <laughs> what do we pay you for? You don't. You don't call the best color okay. man in the league for nothing, money. <laughs> I know my drop in. Anyway, over under Mika Zibanejad goals. Uh, do you want the number first? Or do you want me to go like back a couple seasons and tell you what he's done and how many games? Give us no, just, just give us a number. Okay. The number for Mika Zibanejad goals is over under 37 and a half. Over. Under. I also went over. 2019, 30 goals in 82 games. 2020, 41 and 57. 2021, after his slow COVID start, still ended up with 24 and 56 games or something like that, according to wherever I was. Did, did I collect the winnings on that bet? I can't remember. Yeah, he gave it yes. to him. Yes. <laughs> no, it wasn't Mardi Gras, but I think it was a mayor's thing. You drank for free one day. I mean, I drink for free most days at the mayor's. I just don't put money up. That's fair. That also works. <laughs> that's, that's a goon strategy. <laughs> I'm a member anyway, of that club now. I'm a member of that club. You, we got to sing you in. Oh. I go over 37 and a half for Mika. Uh, God, he's fantastic, and I love him, and I hope they sign him. Hope he's here for a long time. Artemi Panarin assists. Over under eighty two and a half. Eighty two and a half. Under. I'm gonna say under because I have him scoring the goals with if they're playing together. I don't know how it's gonna work, but I have him scoring, not assisting. I'm going over eighty two and a half. In two thousand twenty he had sixty three assists in sixty nine games. In two thousand twenty one he had forty one assists in forty two games. He's more than capable of doing it. But so you just said that he's never if he plays all 82 games, then you're putting him around 80 assists. I'm going if, over. All right. I'm going over. Dude, do we I'm wanna, begging on a big year from Kako. How, how willing are you to uh, stick oh, your claims at? I'm not willing, and I'll tell you why in a minute when we get to the next couple, <laughs> couple things away. Well, do we I'll know tell you why. We already know who's playing with who yet. It's going to be Strom centering Panarin and Kako. Strom, Centering, Panarin, and Kako. Is that for and sure? it's supposed for to be sure? Kreider, Zabanajad, and Lafreniere. I love both of those things. 
Love it. Yeah, put put those kids with those guys. This is already, I, I love Gallant. Nothing's even happened yet. That's how it should be. Anyway, Adam Fox points over under 59 and a half. Over. Under. No, over. I'm going to go over 2020, 42 points in 70 games. Last year, 47 points in 55 games. Over. I'm going over 59 and a half. I'm going. Big things this year. And a repeat Norris campaign. I'm I'm expecting a little bit of regression. I'm going to go under. Not an an awful season. Classic AJ. Under 59 points. Expecting regression. The three you just gave that—that's I'm more confident in that number. Okay, we got a couple more here. Igor wins. Ooh, over under twenty four and a half. Over. Over. I too will go over. Over and playoff bound on that. On that. In two thousand twenty, in the twelve games he played, he won ten of them. Two thousand twenty one, he won sixteen and thirty five. Just not who did that, Billy. That was me. That sounded horrible. That was a horrible. That was that was a different uh, different circumstances. Different. They ran a gauntlet in that fucking division. This year is going to be better, much better. I think so too. I think he wins thirty. I won't be here for my predictions, but my prediction: Igor Shosturkin will be a Vezina finalist. Whoa! He's not going to win it, but he'll be a finalist. So regression for Fox, progression for Igor. Yes. Okay, two more. Kako goals. Over under 19 and a half. If goals he's playing with Panarin, Kako, Kako. over. He plays the whole year with Panarin, over. Say over as well. I, I have a good feeling about him this year. I don't know why. I like it for Kako this year. I, I wanted to go yeah. under just to be the, uh, the he, outlier, but I'll you tell like you the why. Like the he loves the Kako. AJ, I'll tell you why I'm not willing to bet on other things. I did have a couple drinks and bet Andrew Lind, our good buddy, that Kako would score 30 goals this year. And there's 50 bucks riding on it. So I'm going, I'm hammering the over, even though in 2020, in 66 games, he scored 10. And in 48 games last year, he scored nine. Uh, this is where he breaks out. And he will be playing with Panarin. And he will score goals. Hopefully 30 of them. That's a $50 cash bet. That's why I'm going over. Last one. one. Last one. You ready? Chris Kreider power play points over under 12 and a half. 12 power play points? 12 power play points. Over. I'll take the over. I'm going under. I wanted to give him under. under. You think he's not going to get some time on the power play? I think he's going to get time, but I think the other power play is going to perform well enough that uh, they're going to put up some points too. And by the way, in 79 games in 2019, he had 12 power play points. Mm -hmm. In 63 games in 2020, he had 13 power play points. And in 50 games last year, he had 14. So so you're just thinking he doesn't get enough burn on the power play this year? Or, I don't know. I just think the other, I think the second unit does well. He might that be takes away from him. He might no, be No, he'll still be the guy in front of the net on the first unit. And Sammy Blay will be the one on the second unit. Sammy Blay is the next Gretzky, so we have to... We have to take that into account. After last night, he is the anointed one. He's 2021 Blackburn? Uh, Blackwell. Blackwell. Yes, he's the the new Blackwell, but better. Um, And according to AJ, he's a very good play. 
bitch. Who the fuck was going to put that together? <laughs> I thought you weren't going to be in for trivia. It's time for trivia, AJ. You, are you here? Is it, well, as soon as the door opens to this building and my daughter comes out, I'm out. So You're here now. Yeah, I'm here now. All right, so let me, let me go play the song. Let me ask my question first. Really cue the sound. Trivia. 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 Who held on to their whiteboard the entire offseason? I did. But I knew I, Bino would. I knew you. Ah. All right, AJ, go ahead. Go first. Uh, the first of many trivias you shall play this year. Oh, it's here. She's getting in the car. So, anywho. Do it. Um, excluding Henrik Lundqvist, how many Rangers have had their number retired? Excluding Lundqvist. Oh, I'm supposed to do a 30 second timer. Hey, duh, come on. I got to write this shit down. Who am I forgetting? Yeah, I have my answer. You still here, AJ? I'm still here for until uh... Billy. We need like trivia music, something generic, because there's I don't like this dead air. Let's work on that for next week. I'll make a note of it. Unless, unless you want to hum. Yeah. No, it's, but that's always been the problem. It's just too there's too much dead air during this time. We'll, we'll find a thirty second thing. The two mm. people that are listening just tune out. Uh, it's there's, true. There's three. Excuse you. Three. All right, okay, so I'm ready. More, there's more listeners than people in the pocket. What, are we flipping them? Yeah, flip them. You're both wrong. There are eight. To- there are eight total numbers. Ten total people. Ten Rangers. Did I miss? Vic Hadfield and uh, Messier have the same number. Oh, and and Graves and uh, who's the other guy? Bathgate. Bathgate. Okay, so hold on. Tell me how I'm wrong if I did. One, two, seven, nine, nine, eleven, eleven, thirty-five. Because the question was not how many numbers are retired. The question I was didn't how- count the numbers. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, num- eight people. The question was how you're, many. How you're many missing Howell. Number three. Howell three. I'm missing Harry three. Howell. And uh, you got Rattel on there. Nineteen. Fucking John Rattel. Okay, no, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, so suck it. I'm out. Have fun. Get the hell out of here. Who needs you guys will all have. I'm giving everybody a head start. I come back next time to answer questions and dominate. Yeah. Maybe we'll put your camera on too. <laughs> eh, nobody wants to see that. Okay, get the hell out, AJ. Thanks for coming. Dino, go ahead. You can go next. Um, I was short and sweet. Who is uh, number two in points? Uh, career as a Ranger, number two, not number one. Who is number two in points scored as a New York Ranger? Thirty seconds. Shit. Oh, God. I wonder if there's music that's not the Jeopardy music. That's the real question. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, you have, you have 10 seconds, Rick. 10 seconds. I'm just going to write something. Three. I know it's two, one. I know it's wrong. No, that's right. Number two is, is number two is number two. Ryan Leach. Number two. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it, AJ. You're not even here anymore. <laughs> Let's go. Poor AJ. Did Alex didn't send you a question or a cob, did he? 
No, we didn't. I forgot to ask. Those guys are really, they're just useless. Opening night. You can't just text Billy a question. All right, well, here's my, que- here's my question, Bean. Rod Bear was the first Ranger to have his number retired by the team. He is a Hockey Hall of Famer. In what year was he inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame? 30 seconds. Trivia. Question. It's just me, right? Just you. Just you. Close. But no cigar. It was 1982. 1982. When he was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Garbage. Mr. Ranger, Rod Gilbert. So after one week, Ricky leads one nothing. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, do, I even have, do I even have to ask, Bean, if you're prepared for the next segment? I am prepared. I'll just roll oh, right into it. Love it. Go ahead, Billy. Am I? Never gets old. Well, right, we don't so- do- we don't do the. Are we doing points? with who am I? It's just. I thought it's not a yes. Record. We'll do it it's separate from trivia. Separate, separate from trivia. I'm ready. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna. No points. Why? Anyway. Uh, it's just because we're rolling with the Roger Bear thing. So it's it is Roger Bear. That is the same thing. That's the whole line. Yeah, that we're on the same page. I should have knew what year he got in the Hall of Fame. I did all my little work today. I had 1978, but. This Montreal native spent his entire 18-year career with the New York Rangers, appearing in over 1,000 games, scoring 400 goals, 615 assists for over 1,000 total points. Uh, All three of those stats put him 95th, 87th, and 85th in goals, assists, and total points in the NHL Top 100. So he's a Top 100 player in all three of those stats. Finalist twice for the Hart Trophy, although he never won. He did win the Bill Masterton Trophy and later the Lester Patrick. This New York Ranger right winger is still the New York Rangers' all-time scoring leader. Who am I? Mr. Ranger Rod Gilbert. So we're all on the same page. I thought I was going to go first and lead into my number two, Brian Leach, because Brian Leach is uh. number two and number two. But again, Rod Gilbert. Uh, it's a Rod Gilbert night tonight. On the podcast. I mean, we can we can do Who Am I before trivia if you want to if you want to switch no, it going I- forward. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do it today. It's all right. Before we, uh, before we wrap up here tonight, as the season starts next week uh, on Thursday night, oh, I'm sorry, on Wednesday night in Washington and Thursday night at the Garden, uh, it is time for us to give you our realistic expectations for the coming season. So for you, Bino, realistically, what are you expecting from the Rangers this season? I think it's realistic to think that we will be in the playoffs. Uh, Islanders are there. I think we're there. Carolina is there. And let Philly and Pittsburgh and the Devils fight out for that last spot. And, we're and Washington. I mean, Washington. Washington. Washington's – no, not – Just saying. No, we're, uh, we are realistically a playoff team. I like a little excitement. I have excitement every I have a little more excitement this year going into uh, this season, but I have I, we're in the playoffs. How far we'll go, I don't know, but it's uh, I'll be uh, satisfied with a playoff appearance, and then let's see how it falls after that. Okay, I wrote the exact same thing. It's realistic, I think, to expect 
the playoffs this season, regardless of how far they go. They have to get in this year. Uh, otherwise, I look at the season as a complete failure. Um, so we're on the same page with that playoffs. What are you most looking forward to about this season? Shesterkin, 65-plus games. Uh, we didn't talk about one thing, though. Who is going to get this captain spot? I had that written down. What, what uh, I think, based on everything I've seen and heard from players and what I've seen on the ice so far this preseason, that it would be crazy if Chris Kreider wasn't the captain of the team. I think he is the logical choice and deserving. Near the longest. Uh, Lafreniere called it. Like I said, he's like an older brother to him. Like, that's the kind of guy you want. He went after Subban last night uh, after he slew-footed Ryan Reeves. He's the guy. He's probably a great locker room guy. He's good with the media. He's he's the guy. He's the choice. But there's multiple, there's multiple reports from you that you hate Chris Kreider. Is that true or false? Well, no, that's... Uh, that is false. <laughs> I I am frustrated by Kreider at times because he'll score like eight goals, go four months without scoring, and then score 12 goals, and then go another week without scoring and score. He's, he's very streaky, but I still think he's the captain of the team. I have to I don't agree. hate him. I don't hate I, him. I know. I was having fun with him. I have to agree, and he is uh, he's kind of locked up for a few years, you know, unless, you know, they got the True. lead role. Yeah, he's our he's our guy. He, there's a reason they re-signed him, and he he did go after him last night. But for the same reason you said, he's very streaky, and sometimes he disappears for days, yeah. games on end. And uh, new coach, maybe he sees uh, what we all kind of saw for the last couple of years, and then gives it to him, and then let him. Maybe he'll run wild with it and actually show up every game, as opposed. Yeah, to- that's a. I was just thinking that in my head. Like you put that letter on his chest, he can't he can't disappear. Maybe that's the extra kick to, uh, you know, go from being a real streaky player to just a more consistent player. You don't have to score every night, but you can't, like, score six games in a row and then not score, you know, until after the Olympics. It's, like, it's crazy. Um, and speaking of that, I'm looking forward to the Olympics with pros in it again. I couldn't really get into the hockey uh, last Winter Olympics because, you know, it was just hard without, you know, people that you know. And obviously I'm looking forward to attending – uh, against all my better judgment and bank account, uh, Henrik Lundqvist night on January 28th. Uh, I did just bite the bullet and make the purchase. Uh, I bought two tickets. Someone bought the other one, so that was good uh, to get half of it back. But I'm really looking forward to that, obviously. Uh, arguably the greatest Ranger of all time, certainly my favorite uh, athlete of all time. So I'm looking forward to being in the building when his number goes where it belongs, up into the rafters of the garden, I'd say I'm looking most forward to that this season. And to see what Capocalco can do in his third season. But mostly Lundqvist night, January 20th. I do, I do a funny story with the Lundqvist ticket. So uh, in the group chat went off, like when they announced, like, that's the date. And then I was just, I was like, I woke up from work and I just kind of rolled over and saw the chat. Then I misread the date. Friends put on for another game in another city. So I quickly went on and bought tickets to what I thought was going to be Lundquist's night. It, it just so happens to be the Rangers at the Carolina Hurricanes. In Carolina? I bought four tickets to the Rangers Hurricanes in Carolina, but I was just like so feverishly going on. Like they just announced it. And I'm like, oh shit, a hundred something dollars. This is crazy. Boom, boom, boom. Bought it like without even like 
I'm not even checking it. So I got four tickets to the Rangers at the Hurricanes on Is it in March? January, January 21st, one week prior to uh, Lundquist night. So, Just sell those to Chris Healy. <laughs> I should just sell it. And probably won't get anyone to buy them. He probably doesn't want four tickets. So to I just trip. love how you thought you were getting those tickets for 100 bucks a pop. It was 100-something dollars. I just read, that's like, not what I paid. No, <laughs> definitely not. And then as soon as I like hit send, it was almost like instantaneous. Like this isn't right. Like as soon as I hit it, like oh I got it. I'm like no, this ain't right. Like, or like, like leave someone in your family home, and the rest of you go to the game in Carolina. Make a trip out of it. Trip out of it because I ain't going to Lundquist night because I don't got I don't got that uh, podcast money like you got. Yeah, that's it. Comes in handy, petty cash. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Billy, our old friend, Gordon, take us into this last segment. Any last words, you f***ing donkeys? True. Uh, any last words for the first time this season or season two premiere? Uh, Bino, I will go to you first for any last words you may have uh, before we end the show. Quick. I am probably the oldest. Well, I, I mean, I am older than you, right, Ricky? Not for a couple of days, I think, at least, right? What month are you? June. Okay, I'm December. Okay, so couple couple days. A couple months. I thought it was close. Roger Bear theme. I'm keeping with tonight. I do have a funny story about Roger Bear. He retired in whatever it was in the '70s. So I never saw him play, but he was always been around, like since I've been watching Ranger games as a kid, and up until my funny story running into Roger Bear the garden me jimmy and andrew andrew had the hookup i'm not gonna say who that got us down into the uh the primo seats as you'll say and we got the wristbands now we're in with the uh the suits down below and i i know i told this in the group chat i'll say it again it's because it's funny so i walk in to relieve myself in the facilities and then i uh, i'm doing my thing and i look over and then there's roger bear of course, he's one year in way, plus one over, you know, like a gentleman like he is. Oh, and I, I am, uh, it's probably between the second and third period, so I'm, I've already had a good time. I've been drinking for a few hours already at that point. And I look over and I just, out of shock, I'm like, you're Roger Bear. And he looks right at me and goes, yes, I am. And he just, <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe that's what I said to him. Washes his hands and he leaves. I come out of the bathroom and he's still right there. And I like grab Jimmy and Andrew and I'm like, can see he is also having a good time. Is he apparently did a lot, and then we just went over and talked to him for like two, three minutes. It felt like an hour, but it was just the interaction I had with him and Jimmy and Angel would tell you the same thing. We were all having a good time, and it was just seems like such a nice guy. That's so what they say. And he liked to have a good time. Nothing wrong with that. Live your life, man. All about that. Live your life. Uh, as for uh, my last words here, just a couple things. Uh, we have exciting guests lined up for season two of the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast. Some are familiar faces to the show, old friends of the show uh, agreeing to come back. Some are new to us. Uh, we'll have Natalina on again. We will have Anthony from Forever Blue Shirts at some point. We'll have Colin Kozell, who does uh, PA announcing at City Field and I think for the Islanders. Um, but he's a Ranger fan, so he'll come on. Uh, Stat Boy Steven is uh, lined up and ready to rock. Uh, Kyle Hall from the Broadway Hat Podcast uh, would be a newcomer to the show. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, he runs the Blue Seat Mafia page on Instagram, and he was going to come on last year, but we just ran out of shows. So 
Uh, Blue Seat Mafia is going to come on this season. Uh, we'll have Wardy back on, uh, who does a great job with the Mets uh, and the Rangers. And um, there's an Instagram account called Realistic Blue Shirts, who uh, I was talking to, and tr- they're not going to come on, whoever runs the page. They have, they've started tagging us in all their posts, so I just want to give them a shout-out, uh, Realistic Blue Shirts. If you don't follow them on Instagram, get over there and give them a follow. Um, and I just have a couple more things while I have the floor. Uh, I want to give a, a quick shout-out to uh, my, my brother and his fiance, uh, Monica. She recently lost her uncle, uh, Uncle Football, as they called him. And uh, it was it was sudden from what I understand. So my, my thoughts and prayers go out to the, the whole Buonanato family. Uh, tough times. And then uh, on a higher note, Saturday, uh, two of my great friends, Brianne and Ralph, Brianne's a huge Ranger fan, getting married in New Jersey, uh, which is gross, but not the marriage, New Jersey part. And I will be officiating the wedding, very excited uh, to make some memories. And uh, those are my last words. As you can see, Bino rocking the RTHH hat, courtesy of Johnny C's Tees, who's also back this year sponsoring the podcast. Johnny C's Tees, hit them up on Instagram, uh, on Facebook, for all your uh, custom swag needs. Uh, he's into the Stitch game now. So, uh, well, I got last year just screening. I got season one's hat finally. So maybe yeah, we got we got to talk to him about stitched up uh, flex fits. Uh, but that's uh, that's our guy Johnny C's tees. Make him your guy too. Uh, for any of your uh, long sleeve tee tees, hoodies, hats, koozies, all of it. He does it all. Does a great job. And uh, we thank Johnny C for uh, sponsoring us as he did last year. Johnny C's tees on Instagram. Uh, Bean. Not a bad first show back, I'll tell you. Yeah, we missed a couple of key players here, but uh, maybe this is our preseason. Maybe next week. And no one looks at the results of the preseason. Right. So the real games start in less than a week. Exciting times in Rangers Town. Exciting times here on the podcast. We will be back next week uh, to discuss the beginning of said season. Uh, Probably not Thursday because it's opening night, but uh, perhaps... Maybe we throw a Friday podcast in and get real weird with it next week. We'll talk about it. We'll let you know. Thank you for joining us live if you did. If you're watching it back, thank you for watching it back. Um, This has been the season two premiere of the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast. Let's go Rangers. Let's go hockey. It's back. Thank God. Thank you, Billy, for all you do for the podcast behind the scenes. And uh, we will see you next week with a fresh episode. And, uh, And again, I don't know who the guest is yet, but we will let you know on Instagram. Follow us across all our platforms. Ranger things have happened. And uh, we will see you next week. Let's go, Rangers. Bye, Billy.